Coming up, the Red Sox score nine unanswered runs on the Yankees, and the Orioles might be the hottest team in baseball. This is Locked On Now MLB. The biggest games, the best performances, expert analysis. You are Locked On Now. Welcome in. You're listening to Locked On Now MLB. Local experts weighing in on the biggest stories in baseball. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. Thank you for making Locked On Now your first listen every single weekday. Our Locked On hosts are here to recap all of the action for you from Sunday in Major League Baseball. We're going to start out with the Red Sox and Yankees finishing off another weekend of the game's biggest rivalry in yesterday's biggest game. The Biggest Game. Sunday Night Baseball saw the Red Sox pull away after Yankees manager Aaron Boone's night came to an early end. Our Locked On hosts for both sides break down the nightcap from the day in baseball. For the second night in a row, Jeter Downs helped the Red Sox to a win over the Yankees without Raphael Devers in the lineup. Hey, it's Lauren from Locked On Red Sox. And Boston came away. They didn't win the series, but they did not lose the series against New York. They ended up splitting this series 2-2, which is huge for the Red Sox without Raphael Devers. Down a whole bunch of pitchers, but they the offense turned it on in the last two games were crucial wins for the Red Sox, especially Jeter Downs, who was recalled late Saturday night. He made the difference in Saturday and Sunday's win. Jake and I will break all of this down for you on Monday's episode of Locked on Red Sox. This is Stacey Gatsoulias of Locked on Yankees and the Yankees lost to the Red Sox. Who cares? <laughs> who cares? Everyone who's flipping out about this, who cares? The Red Sox didn't gain any ground because it was a split. Okay? There's still 14 games back. It's okay. It's okay. It was a series at Fenway. The two games on national TV the Yankees lost, of course they did, because it was national TV. You know how Fox games go. You know how ESPN games go. It's okay. Everyone needs to calm down. I know some performances were bad. DJ LeMahieu was playing like a drunk guy playing a softball game. The pitching wasn't great. The Yankees had a big lead. They squandered it. And then they kept letting the Red Sox score. I know it was ugly. Don't worry. We have an off day on Monday to regroup. Everyone can regroup. Everyone needs to calm down. I'll have a recap of the series on the next Lockdown Yankees. And we'll go through all this together. It'll be fine. I promise. The Tigers and White Sox went into the eighth inning tied, but then a costly error let Chicago take the lead for good against Detroit. Locked on White Sox reviews late game mistakes and how the Sox took advantage. The Chicago White Sox beat the Detroit Tigers on Sunday 4-2. to two. They ended up splitting the series. Thank you to left fielder for the Detroit Tigers, Robbie Grossman. He made a a big error in the eighth inning on a Luis Robert pop-up, his first error in years. Uh, but the Chicago White Sox were able to capitalize. Big pinch hit uh, from A.J. Pollock and then a big hit by Aloy Jimenez. Liam Hendricks nailed things down. A nice 4-2 win. Sox now head to Cleveland playing four games 
uh, in three days, a critical, critical series. And Lance Lynn gets the start for the Sox, kicking things off Monday night. The Reds shocked the Rays by sweeping Tampa over the weekend. Locked on Reds tells us how one of the worst teams in baseball beat a squad hoping for a playoff spot all weekend long. Tyler Stevenson returns and the Cincinnati Reds sweep the Tampa Bay Rays. Coincidence? I think not. What's up? This is Jeff Carr from the Lockdown Reds podcast here to tell you about the fact that the Cincinnati Reds play their best baseball of the year this past weekend, at least so far. Hopefully they'll play better more often, but they get their man back. Tyler Stevenson comes off the IL for this weekend series and the lineup absolutely reawakens and does some good damage when they needed to in a couple of key moments. Of course, the bulk off happened, but then you also had the walk off last night from Nixon Zell and with Nixon Zell, Kyle Farmer and Joey Votto out of the lineup on Sunday, the Reds scored 10 runs thanks to a third inning that was absolutely phenomenal. You had Jonathan India and Tyler Stevenson hitting a homer in the same inning and not to be outdone. Mike Moustakis finally getting his 200th career home run. This man has been much maligned, especially by the Lockdown Reds podcast for his performance this year. But man, oh, you're happy for Moose today, hitting that 200th career homer. We're going to put this series and really these last eight days that have been phenomenal for this team into perspective because let's not kid ourselves the Reds still need to be very active sellers during this trade deadline season but this has been a lot of fun to watch this team win over the last couple of days that's coming up on our special post game let's have some fun podcast coming up here in just a few hours and Steve will join me for tomorrow's regular edition of the Locked on Reds podcast the Tampa Bay Rays lost Sunday and got more bad news to add insult to injury. Locked on Rays goes over all of it after a loss to Cincinnati. And the bad news keep on coming for the Rays. IL stints for Kevin Kiermaier and Wander Franco. I'm Ulysses Sembrano, host of the Locked on Rays podcast. Those two names are the most recognizable names for this franchise in quite some time and they're headed to the IL. Kevin Kiermaier with a left hip discomfort, and Wonder Franco has some wrist discomfort too. Uh, could include surgery. Uh, the two names that are being brought up are Luke Rayleigh and Jonathan Aranda. Aranda, of course, has been demolishing AAA baseball, so maybe he can give a little bit of a, of a respite to a struggling Rays offense. We'll see what happens with KK. We'll see what happens with Wonder Franco. We can all hope that it's not very extended, but as the race season has gone on, uh, it's, it's been bad news bears. Uh, anyway, stay tuned for Locked on Race for any and all of this information. Your team every day. Coming up, the Orioles have won eight games in a row and the Guardians fall below 500 with another loss. This is Locked on Now MLB. Today's edition of Locked on Now is brought to you by Bet Online, the number one spot for all of your online sports betting needs you can get in on the action with golf of course baseball now in the full swing of things whatever your fancy just head over to betonline.net welcome back to locked on now mlb i'm kainani stevens thanks for making locked on now your first listen every single weekday the baltimore orioles now sit just a game under 500 after their eighth straight win in yesterday's best performance the best performance hold up hold up 
The Orioles are suddenly the hottest team in baseball with eight straight wins and now a weekend sweep of the L.A. Angels to go with it. Our Locked on Orioles host tells you why Baltimore's stayed so hot on Sunday, while Locked on Angels is now the second host of the week to wonder how his team didn't win a single game against Baltimore. That is not just a sweep. That is a mop of the Los Angeles Angels. The Orioles win all four on the weekend. They've now won eight in a row, their longest winning streak since 2005. The Bucks show Walter Orioles never had a winning streak this long. Connor Newcomb here, host of Locked on Orioles, as the O's lock it down on Sunday. And listen, even over this eight-game winning streak, there's been a lot of one-run wins, and the offense has not been carrying them. It's been starting pitching in the bullpen. Now, it's not like the Orioles came up with some crazy big hits. They did not hit a home run in this game. But nine runs in this one was plenty to win the game, took advantage of some Angels' mistakes. And really, this team found multiple different ways to win over this eight-game winning streak and over this four-game sweep over the Angels as they win it 9-5 to on Sunday to make it eight in a row. This is fun. The O's are one game under 500. They could be just two games back of a playoff spot. Enjoy it, Birdland. Enjoy it. And I'll recap all the weekend action on Monday's episode of the Locked On Orioles podcast. The Angels were swept by the Baltimore Orioles. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? It's John from Locked On Angels. You know, the 2021 team played a lot of the season without Anthony Rendon and Mike Trout. Didn't have a great rotation. Didn't have the best bullpen. But they were not nearly as bad as this 2022 team that still has Mike Trout on it, that has a better rotation and a better bullpen, and somehow they find a way. They always find a way. They squandered the lead on Friday when Rysel Iglesias blew the save after a tremendous start from Reed Detmers. They couldn't get Patrick Sandoval any run support after he only gave up one run in the entire game on Saturday. And then on Sunday, they looked pathetic. Nine hits, nine runs scored for the Orioles, and they lost it 9-5 to against Baltimore. This team is pathetic. From the top to the bottom, management, ownership, players, coaches, I don't know what to do. But look, I think the national media needs to make fun of the Angels. Artie Marino needs his feet held to the fire. GM Perry Manassian can't pick up DFA guys and hope that that's going to fix this season. Maybe they've already written it off. Maybe they're already done with 2022. And some of us are too. And I know a lot of you fans are as well. But I'm going to talk all about it on Monday's episode, this sweep. Join me, if you will, if you dare. You can catch me on YouTube or you can catch us wherever you get your podcasts. The Giants lost their first two games of the series against the Padres, but finished the weekend strong and managed to split the series with two wins in the last two days. Locked on Giants is in to go through how San Fran pulled off the latest victory on Sunday. The Giants salvage a split in this four-game series against the Padres. Carlos Rodon, who apparently is not an all-star, uh, throws a complete game on Saturday, and then Alex Wood, great game on Sunday, and the offense exploded. Ben Kaspik with the Locked on Giants podcast. All-star talk aside, the Giants really needed to turn things around, and they do so by winning the final two games of this series in San Diego. Wilmer Flores, who Eric Karros was talking smack about on the broadcast on Saturday, ends up going off, hits the decisive home run on Saturday, and then two more on Sunday, one against a position player. But man, Carlos Rodon was kind of the 
individual player who stood out the most in this series for the Giants. And really, he's the player who stands out the most on this team all year long. And the fact that he's not an all-star, it's a major snub. It's one of the bigger snubs in recent memory. Honestly, there are a lot of snubs around the game. Logan Webb was more of a borderline case, but Carlos Rodon uh, absolutely deserves to be there. And he he turned the tide a little bit for the Giants in this series with that awesome effort in the complete game win on Saturday. So we'll talk about all of this on tomorrow's Locked on Giants, where it's your team every day. The Cleveland Guardians' cold streak continued on Sunday, and now the Guardians find themselves back below 500 and just trying to stay afloat in the wild card race. After looking like they could take the division lead just a week ago, Locked On Guardians fills us in on what's been holding Cleveland back. I hope you'll pardon us. We're a little fussy after the Guardians this past weekend. Uh, if you missed it, the Guardians have now lost six out of seven while facing two of the three worst teams in the American League. It has been a rough stretch, which has seen them now fall below 500 and are in danger of being passed by the Baltimore Orioles in the wildcard standings. For Cleveland, if we want to switch to the positive, Saturday's game was a lot of fun, <laughs> 23 hits, but the bigger story is Nolan Jones, the rookie sensation, can we say that after three games? Uh, it's only three games, we'll have ups and downs, but it is great to see a player who was taken off every top 100 prospect list after last year where he struggled with injuries that a lot of people had given up on at the age of 22, come in and have a fantastic debut in front of fans and family and have one of the easiest 457-foot home runs I've ever seen. Make sure to check on Lockdown Guardians for more hot takes on this team while they are cooling down overall. The Dodgers saw the Cubs put up a good fight on Sunday, but LA's lineup was just too good. They scored 11 runs to edge out Chicago 11-9. Lockdown Dodgers goes over all the big hits from an offensive clinic in LA. Well, much like Chumbawamba, the Dodgers get knocked down, but they get up again. What's up? It's Jeff from Locked On Dodgers. Julio Arias had his worst start of the season. One of the worst starts any Dodgers pitcher has had in a while, allowed five runs in two innings of work, and he was done. And luckily, the Dodgers offense wasn't. They came back, they were down five to nothing, and then they were down eight to three. And then they were up nine to eight, ended up winning 11 to nine. Just a great offensive day. Freddie Freeman went four for five, had hits off four different pitchers. His one out was hit 110 miles an hour and had an expected batting average of 710. Uh, Gavin Lux had another very good day at the plate. All in all, just a really, really good offensive day on a day that the Dodgers really needed it because they allowed nine runs. And normally when you allow nine runs, you lose the game. And to win this game, to go eight up on the Padres who lost to the Giants again, it's just huge. The Dodgers ended up going 10-1 and on this, on this uh, homestand, extended their lead from one and a half games to eight games in the last 11 games of this homestand. Now they have a day off on Monday and then head out to St. Louis to start their final road trip before the All-Star break. We're going to have a lot to talk about this game, this weekend series, and the All-Star news with uh, four Dodgers so far making the All-Star team. So make Locked On Dodgers your first listen. That's all for today on Locked On Now MLB. Thank you for making Locked On Now your first listen every single weekday. Now that you're done here, make sure you go and check out Locked On MLB and your team's Locked On podcast. I'm Kenani Stevens. This has been Locked On Now.